Donald Trump, hands down, is the worst president in American history. There is no president in the history of the United States who betrayed their 35-word oath like Donald Trump. Donald Trump tried to burn down the American Constitution because he lost an election and he wanted to stay in power. People who run for president of the United States, let's just say, are very competitive people who, generally speaking, don't like to lose. I'm the person who placed the concession phone call for Senator John McCain to president-elect Barack Obama. It was all worked out in advance. We knew what the outcome was going to be. And yet, even though I was disappointed, it was a profound honor to place that call and to play an infinitesimally small part in a majestic American ritual. What Donald Trump did, he made perfectly clear in the 2016 election and in the 2020 election. I talked about it over and over again as it was happening. Donald Trump said, and he should have been taken seriously the first time he said it by a news media that laughed at all. But he said, the results of the election would only be legitimate if he won. Understand the depth and the magnitude of that statement. The betrayal of American democracy inherent in it. The entire American system of government is premised on the idea embraced by both political parties that one of them may lose any given election. But that doesn't make the election illegitimate. It just means they lost. And they'll have to try harder and better and try to get more people to vote for them in the next election. There is no other way around that in a democracy, in a system where government is of the people, by the people, for the people. The decision of the people about who runs the country can never be taken away and taken by the politician for themselves without collapsing the system. The American system is entirely dependent on the concept that the people will decide who their leaders are. And what happened in 2020, after four calamitous years of chaos, of tragedy, of non-stop pathological lying, 35,000 times Donald Trump looked into a camera and said a lie to the American people. After it all, after a million dead from COVID, profoundly mishandled by Trump, the American people did what they have done before. They said to a one-term president, you're fired. What makes America great 
is not jingoism. It's not loud, drunken chants of USA, USA at a football game. It's not Jason Aldean's fantasies of lynching and small-town violence. What makes America great is we are the only nation in the history of the world that is made up of all of the peoples of the world, where every language is commonly spoken every day. This country, our nation, has fed more people, clothed more people, liberated more people, and cured more people than all of the other countries put together since the beginning of time. It is a staggering achievement for a nation that has existed for only 250 short years against the millennia of recorded history. The peaceful transition of power from one president to another between the parties uninterrupted since 1797 until this day, this day of violence, of tragedy, of murder and mayhem, incited by United States senators, by cowards like Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz, incited by millionaire television hosts on networks owned by billionaires like Rupert Murdoch, who have made great fortunes scorching the country, dividing its people. The insanity flowed from the immediate hours when it became clear that Joe Biden was going to be president-elect right through Trump's incitements on the day of January 6th. And what we know, thanks to Congresswoman Liz Cheney and Congressman Jamie Raskin and Chairman Betty Thompson and all the rest of the members of the January 6th committee, is that this was a conspiracy. It was a seditious conspiracy. And hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people have been sent to prison, convicted of trying to overthrow the government of the United States, trying to overturn the will of the American people, trying to voice on the nation an American Caesar, a Queen's hustler named Donald Trump. It was planned. It was organized, it was premeditated, and the leaders of the militia groups and the fascist paramilitaries, like the Three Percenters and the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys, knew exactly what it was that Donald Trump was saying to them when he told them to be ready to stand back at the ready, for his signal, his word, 
to commence violence. We know about the malice in Donald Trump's heart. We know he asked the military to fire on peacefully protesting Americans. When he was told the military would not kill American citizens, he simply asked that they be shot in the legs, that they be wounded, crippled, and maimed. Donald Trump has proven that he hates the United States. He hates the idea. He hates American freedom. It does not fit within his bubble of delusional narcissism. It does not fit within his realm of malice. And so, he tried to kill it. He tried to use the American Constitution like his bankrupted casinos used bankruptcy law to advance himself, to get what he wants, to take a little bit more. What an appalling moment. What a tragic hour. A president of the United States will soon be arrested again. Not for business fraud. Not for outrageous misconduct and recklessness. Criminal misconduct and recklessness handling the nation's secrets. This time, he'll be arrested and charged for trying to tear it all down trying to topple the United States, turning it into what? What Donald Trump did was grotesque. It was disgusting. It was the sickest betrayal in the country's history. And now we will all watch as loathsome, disgraceful, Principalist men like Kevin McCarthy clamor over themselves to seek retribution against the system, the system of the rule of law that seeks to hold Donald Trump accountable. The country is in trouble because the American people have allowed so many low men and women into positions of great power. And when they got there, they discovered they liked those jobs. They liked the license for corruption that came with it. They like being in the thick of it, in the middle of it. They like passing out the favors. But along the way, they've become unmoored. From any connection to the public good, the public interest, to the concepts of duty and responsibility. Because without duty and responsibility and obligation, freedom is a nonsense word. We live in an age of nonsense. We live in a dangerous era because of it. But no matter how pessimistic you may be, remember this. 
Donald Trump may have tried to overthrow the government, but he didn't get away with it. And soon, the people of the United States will be represented in a court of law against a former president to whom they gave the greatest honor that the American people can bestow on any one of us. We gave him the presidency of the United States. And what Donald Trump returned was the most disgraceful four years in American history. And during those years, he didn't just become a criminal. He became a seditionist. Thank you for watching. Make sure you subscribe to our channel so you never miss a video. Also, for more content just like this, please consider joining our Warning Premium community. You can find out more in the description below.